Oh. Man, let's go. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Dew Sweepers. We are a golf-based podcast, so we'll talk about anything related to golf. Yeah. So without further ado, well, Mark, can you read us off the tee sheet? Right. For what we call the schedule, for what we're going to talk, we call it the tee sheet because golf, right? Exactly. We, we thought that was quite creative. Yeah, pretty brilliant. So uh, first of all, we're going to talk about... How we met each other, how we got into golf, and yeah, all that. Sort of just a little background. Are. And then we're going to talk about how Tiger Woods managed to troll the entire golf world mm-hmm. with his uh, lack of appearance at the RBC Heritage this coming week. Then we're going to talk about more Tiger Woods, because Nick here is a big uh-huh. Tiger Woods fan, so we got to open call, up with Tiger. I'm right? what you could call a Tiger Woods savant. Savant? Yeah, savant. It's a great word. I like that word. Thanks. And then we're going to talk about just the tournament that's happening this weekend. And whatever we think is going to happen on Sunday now that we've had three rounds in the books. Yeah. Golf is back. We're a little behind, but hey, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. We'll take anything we can get right. at this point. Now, you want to start us off with the intros? Yeah, so my name's Nick. Uh, I've been playing golf since I was four. Uh, I'm on a college golf team up in Boston. And yeah, I just love golf. Love Tiger Woods. Mark? See about yourself. All right, so I'm Mark. I've been playing golf similarly since I was four, three or four, something like that. Uh, used to play college golf. Retired college golfer. Yeah, good way. Good way. No, to play no, it. no real reason. Just felt like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, no career junior golf wins. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a yeah. very, I'm a very successful tournament player. He's a great. If you need a top five, he's your guy, though. Yeah, if you you need a smooth seventy five, give me a call. But, <laughs> but <laughs> how do, how yeah. do we meet each other, Nick? If you so, want to enlighten the ladies and gentlemen. At our home course that we play at, we have what you call a certification test when you're a junior. It's basically you need to learn the rules of golf, and you, they need to know that you can play quickly, so you don't have to have a adult be, play with you. So close to ten years ago, probably close to ten years ago, on probably the is dot. ten years on the dot. Yeah, actually, it could yeah. be ten years on the dot. Mark and I, we had our certification test, and I mean, we were nervous. We gotta, we gotta play quick. Then we have a test after. So it's the first time Mark and I are paired together, and I tell Mark, we are not. <laughs> we will beat two hours. We're playing fast. Dude, we were flying around this yeah, golf. Yeah, I remember there were times I was carrying two bags. I was carrying his, dude, running like, to dude, the. It green. wasn't like I was even playing slow. You were no, just in I the was, zone. I was. I was going to pass. Like literally, I made contact with a ball, and you're running down the yeah. fairway with my bag. Needless to say, we make it through six holes in 45 minutes. We get stuck behind the five. Yeah, holers. we get stuck behind five holers, and we sneak in. Dude, the last, it the, the last dot. three holes took like an hour. Yeah, but hey, we got certified, and I said, I mean, yeah, I enjoyed playing golf with you. I didn't really play with any other junior golfers, so dude, like, we would you just ever play want to play again? With our families, dude. Yeah. yeah. So then. We started playing a bunch, and then before you know it, ten years later, here we are. Long ten years. Yeah, long ten much. years. Jesus Christ, it's hard to believe that it's ten years, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. And now we're shooting a podcast. Who would have yeah, thought? Yeah, who, <laughs> who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? We're hardly ever in the same place for more than uh, yeah. two months at a time. So, all right. So, yeah. right. So Tiger Woods, Eldrick Taunt Woods. Trolled the entire internet oh. and golfing world. So if I mean, you're, I'm pretty sure the entire golfing world thought he was on his way to Hilton Head, dude. I mean, if you're new to this story, uh, Tiger, he has a great yacht called Privacy. 
And great on, name, by the way. Great name. Fabulous yeah. name. And I, either Monday or Tuesday, Riggs from Barstool, he tweeted out that he had a source that uh, Tiger's yacht was going to be, I think, docking in Sea Island, which is really close to Hilton Head, where the Heritage is being played. So that got everybody thinking, Tiger's going to do what he normally does. He'll stay on his yacht for a tournament, and then he'll just play in the tournament. So got the we, whole, we had all the all the top five in the yeah, world are playing. We whole thought, world's the whole world's jazzed up. Tiger's back. Tiger is he's playing the Heritage for the first yeah. time in like fifteen years or so. And if you don't know the account, T W Legion, Tiger Woods Legion, best Tiger account there is, really on the internet. Do I mean, not Nick, Nick is a he's he's he knows he's the know how of yeah. Tiger Woods accounts. You do not want to follow G C Tiger Tracker. I do not like that guy. T W <laughs> Legion. I love that account. TW Legion <laughs> is where you need to be. Dude, Tiger Trek, I love that account. He's the worst. Anyway, I digress. So TW Legion, he he called that Tiger would be in the uh would be playing and everyone agreed with him. We really jazzed up. I mean, I have everyone in the golf community yeah. like I don't think there was a single person that thought he wasn't going to play in that. But uh TW Legion, he tweeted out something that is true and I, I'll read it off. So he said, with COVID and everything that's just happened, meaning that there's been a lot of spikes, uh, he said, maybe Tiger sees the memorial as the start of the new year. Maybe the memorial is like his farmer's insurance at this point, and right now he's skipping the Hawaii swing. Which I think is a pretty solid way of putting I mean, it. Has Tiger ever played in Hawaii? No. Except 2000, he beat Ernie Els. Yeah, I mean, apart, yeah, I mean, apart from that, but, I don't yeah. think he's ever played in those events. He, no, he's never really played in those. So I just think it's Tiger being careful. There's a lot of a lot of golf events happening at the end of the year. You got the Masters, maybe the U.S. Open and the I think PGA. He, I think he wants to save himself so he can peak, yeah. peak at those events. Possibly the Ryder Cup, although I doubt that's no, actually going to happen. I don't think there's a point though, though, fans, to be yeah. honest. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's brutal. Yeah, I mean, I was really I mean, You were up. sitting there waiting for 5 o'clock, the, the, the deadline. Yeah. Well, the thing is, so another backstory on us. Mark and I, we both have... Very, uh, we have a lot of roots at Hilton Head, Hilton Head Island. <laughs> we, I, spent, I spent five years there yeah, at school. I've been going there. My family has a house there, and I've been going there since I was a baby. And then Mark, obviously, he's lived there for over five years. So we've played Harbor Town a bunch. We love the course, and you really just want to see how Tiger will play on it. Yeah, we have, I don't think we've ever watched him play. No. And after watching him at the uh, the match 2.0, with the way he yeah. was hitting the ball, I mean. I mean, there's no, not a course in the world that no. suits him better I mean, than that. He, he didn't miss a fairway. His irons are dialed in. You give him the putting, Zozo all over again. Oh, he played great at the Zozo. Yeah, the Jeez, Zozo. Man, he was. Zozo was, that was top five best I think he's that's ever honestly, scoring. That is honestly one of the most underrated Tiger wins. Yeah. Just because it happened in Japan off time. But fun fact, I was, at, up. I was at the woods when he won 82. It that, was that, That's good. That must have been sick. Yeah, they... Everyone at the woods, if you haven't been there, it's a great spot. All the guy, all like the mail servers, they're in red mock neck tiger shirts, wearing red and black. And then all like the female servers, they're all um, just like head to toe in Tiger Woods gear. They handed out free champagne with the win. It was a great atmosphere. How, how have I? Not, how was I not there? I literally spent two months just now. Yeah, have have you in, not in gone Palm to the Beach? Woods? And I didn't go to the woods. That's that's weak. That's then what I like. To I call. gotta say that that. That's a letdown on my part. Yeah, that's a that, that's not great. That wasn't good. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think the Tiger could have a really successful season. I think 
having the Masters in November really hurts him. Just because I, I agree with you there. I think that's a big help for Rory. I think I think if there's a year Rory gets it, it's this one. Yeah. Because he, I mean, think, think back to the last couple of years. When he gets to the tail end of the season, yeah, he, he is just, it's insane how, how, how good he plays. But the weird thing with Rory is I think this season he's been top five in every event. It's, um, it's and like, right, but he, he just can't win. And I'm not saying he's not a winner, but there's something there where he just can't win. I, I do think, I think he has a shot this year at the Masters. Yeah. Because I think he's doing everything in his power. With the timing of this the event peak. to win it this year, yeah. And even when you, you, I watched a couple of his highlights the other day. The way he's playing, he's well, yeah, he just shot throw, seven he's under throwing yesterday. Throwing wedges at the flag, and he never yeah. does that. Mm-mm. His wedge play is not, it's not that great. His Let's wedge play it. was atrocious. La- was it last year? No, two years ago. I mean, his wedge play is awful, but because he was to using see him to see his wedge play as good as it was the yeah. other day, it's it's encouraging signs for Augusta. Just so. comes, but it comes down to his putting, really. Yeah. I mean, when he when he wins events, it's when he throws putts in the hole. So yeah, he was heating up at the Tour Championship. Oh man, he he's, he plays well at that course every year. Yeah, didn't play well enough to beat Tiger though in twenty eighteen. I mean, dude, that how? I mean, that was just a perfect storyline, dude. And yeah. the way that that all unfolded, it really the, was. I, mean, I gotta say, this is this is a hot take. This Let's is this this is a hot take to start this podcast up. Golf is unwatchable without fans. I, I can't you watch think? it. It's I can't definitely watch it. It's like different. just watching junior golf. I mean, that's... It's glorified junior golf is what not. it is. You can't call PJ Tour junior, glorified junior golf. No, but it's what it feels like, though. You're just watching a bunch of I guys will, play around a golf course. I will say it is different. It's like, different part, because... Part of it is seeing the fans like, woo, mashed potatoes, and all like the clapping, and especially when they're coming down to the wire. Like, some of it is all the atmosphere. You can, you can f- sense it. Yeah, I think... Like there's some events you can't play without fans because it's, it's no point. Yeah, like... You know, it's... I mean, the memorial in July is supposed to have fans. That's... Which, that they might pull they might pull back on that. Yeah. They say 8,000 fans. It's masks, kind of spiking again in some areas. So masks it might not be, must be worn. But, I mean, you know, literally 7,999 of those people will be following Tiger. It's going to be the one... The one, like, Rory fan, watching alone. <laughs> yeah. Are there any th- real Ricky fanboys anymore? No, there definitely are. The young kids, they love Ricky. Yeah, but it's not the loud, loud fashion statement it was back then. Yeah, it's really... I gotta say, the new Puma stuff, shocking. Yeah. It's really bad. It's bad. And the material, also, the material clothes okay. sucks, too. Let's face it. Also, another background about us is that <laughs> we were, fr- probably from the years... 2011 to for myself, 2015. I mean, this it, it was big, a bad. It was just big Ricky time. I mean, I was oh in my god neon orange pants, neon green, pink. Dude, we were that was a blueberry, bad look for us. Blueberry blue, the flat hats. I I I really had it all. I mean, I gotta say though, those white and orange plaid pants, those actually looked pretty good. Yeah, but apart from that, our whole that whole yeah. time was just rough. Dude, I've never was. been happier to spend a lot of money on Hugo Boss golf clothes. So I don't have to wear <laughs> damn freaking Puma stuff anymore. You sound like such an asshole saying that. Hey man, I'm not. It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, you can't go running around in your twenties wearing bright Puma nonsense. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously. Then you. So that was a, in my eyes, it's a great investment. Well, yeah, it's good. 
I'm honest. I'm happy. I'm honestly happy I did it. It's really something to look back and laugh. Oh, it's great memories. Great memories. Great memories. I couldn't see it any other way, to be honest. No. Right. We got a. Right. We had. We had a great conversation earlier. Moving on. There's the next topic on the T yeah. sheet. Tiger Woods, just random Tiger stuff, because you're a Tiger so, Woods extraordinaire. You you know all of his swings down pat. Yeah. So what I list like, off a shot, list off a shot, <laughs> and you know exactly what event it's from. Yeah. Just by looking at the golf swing. So, so what is your favorite Tiger Woods golf swing? My favorite Tiger Woods golf swing. This this is a hot take. A lot of people don't see it this way, but I do. The Hank Haney era Tiger Woods is the best golf swing I, of all time. I hate. I hate the tight 06 Haney era golf swing. I hate them. I but the, the Butch Harmon era. I'm sorry. That was the best golf swing to ever grace the golfing the thing. world. It wasn't. It was. It, it just was. It wasn't. Did it? 2000 pre- Tiger Woods was the best golf swing. No. Just, just look at no. the swing, dude. Jesus Christ! What more do you need? Did the swing produce results? Yes. It had the yes. most dominant to work major performance. Ever, yeah, you, I, you yeah. can't, you can't deny it. But that's not, that's not all in the swing. His putting was. This is also true. Supreme putting, supreme. I Short gotta say, supreme. The, the, the Haney golf swing is one of the ugliest golf swings I've ever seen. The in my Haney life. golf swing produced the best ball striking of. Yeah, but all it, it also messed up his time. back. It messed up his knees. That's no. why he's injured. No, he even says it himself. It's not the, it's not the swinging. He said in a golf digest video. They said, oh, Tiger, what's one thing you regret the most? He said, I would never run four miles a day in combat. That's the neat. The back, the back is by far the Haney golf swing. No. It has to be. Did you see the way he swung that golf club? It's laid off. Yeah. And the finish is, he doesn't even make a full finish. No, that finish is the silkiest finish. I mean, He has his arms nice and straight. Nice. That's the most fluid golf swing there ever was. I think the swing now is better than Haney golf swing. No, swing now. The swing now is great. Like Zozo, that's a top five best she's ever swung it. But um, his swing. I gotta now say, oh, oh nine is my least favorite golf. His swing so now is pretty. Stiff. Oh nine is my least favorite mm-hmm. Tiger Woods swing. Oh nine, he was dominant. That swing was just awful, dude. It looked like he was he was going fishing with the oh nine damn was shaft, so dude. fluid though. Yeah, but the, dude, the club was more laid off than. No, I can't make that joke. But it was it was <laughs> come on now you have to say no it. I can't make that joke yeah, that that's a that's a really bad joke all right no but it was like he he might as well have served dinner on that swing dude it was so flat that's what you fucking it, no, think of dude no on, I no. I mean that that first joke was brilliant but I can't make that we we'll have we'll have another another podcast where we can make those all jokes right, we can make enough. hot takes but that, I can't make that joke on this podcast it's a little sensitive in these these trying times. Oh, that may be fair. All right, uh, continue. So, yeah, but, I mean, I I just, 2000 Tiger. I was one year old. Vivid memories. <laughs> yeah, I'm swing. sure you do. That, <laughs> if you have such vivid memories, that golf name, swing name was five of beautiful. his wins from 2000. Five of his wins this from 2000. This should be easy. This really should be easy. It's PGA, yeah. US PGA. Yeah. And you had the US Open. Yep. The Masters. Wrong. I mean, how do you botch no, the Masters? No, he didn't win the Masters. How do you botch the Masters? No, listen, listen. He Come won on now. Then it would have no, been no, the he Grand won, Slam. He won the, WG, the... he won the WGC. Which one? Firestone, right? Surely. Yeah, he did win Firestone. Yeah, he wins Firestone yeah. every fucking year. Um, Come on. 
I, I really... Memorial? He did win the Memorial. There's five. There, yeah. did it. You mean, my, he lifted my, my the Masters. Memories. How do you lift How do you lift? Dude, the if Masters? you list off enough events, you're going to get five. Yeah, but you lift the Masters. You got I that don't wrong. know, man. He's just auto... <sighs> just I, a choke. When I think of Tiger in that period, I think Masters. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. I think U.S. Open. No, that's fair. That is fair. Although, when I think U.S. Open, I think Phil just choking a crooked <laughs> stick. Yeah, and then I thought he was going to win in 2013. Yeah. That's close to where we live, Marion. So uh, you were you went there, right? Yeah, I went there the Thursday when it rained cats yeah. and dogs. I was there for a uh, practice round Tuesday. God, that was rough. Wearing my neon Ricky clothes on, there you on go. brand. There you go. I remember what Ricky was wearing all white with the splatter paint hat, and I thought that was sick. Dude, you thought that was I was a big you splatter wanted, paint guy. You wanted yeah. that hat so bad. No, but I remember we were watching... The first day, we think Ian Poulter was four under through four holes. He started on ten, and I thought he was going to win the event. I don't remember anything then, about Ian then Poulter. Then he then he stood on the fourteenth tee, and they, he was stood over the ball, and those those goddamn low flying birds. Right, he was about to take it back, and the thing flies fly straight by his golf ball. Wait, so he backs off, and the damn bird won't leave. Really? So it's just flying around his ball. So he stands there, fucking waiting for this fucking bird to leave. And then he hits it in the fescum after, really? and then, then, then after that, it was over. Fun story about birds. I was playing in an IJGT tournament at the Architects Cup. Wow, I, Arch- I, I, no. wanted, I wanted to play that. Architects course, maybe. I wanted to play that course so bad. So I'm on the tee of a par five. I forget which hole it is. Hit a nice drive down the left, starting to cut back in the fairway. All of a sudden, <laughs> I drill a bird. <laughs> This thing, I hit the bird. The bird comes crashing down to the ground. I have this weird gunk on my ball that I have to finish out because obviously you can't replace the ball. Um, I make par on the hole. I technically oh made God. a birdie. But yeah, yeah that's, my, that's my fun story about birds. Jesus Christ. Oh, I've, n- I've never hit an animal. Never hit an animal? No. Yeah, I mean it's a good. It's a it's good thing. Probably because I hit it. 90% fairways and 50 putts around. That is true. That is. I true. think I'm probably the worst putter in golf media. <laughs> golf media. You were me. We're golf media now. Part of golf media. Yeah, now we are part of one. golf media. We're on. We're doing a golf podcast. That's no, media, right? You're not the worst. Who's who's a bad putter? Uh. R D. R D. No. I mean. I mean. But he's not in golf media. Trent from Barstool. Trent. Yeah. Trent's a that, bad putter. That that putting stroke. Oh yeah, Trent. God. Trent, if you're listening to this, uh, we're sorry, man. But do. that's just that's not yeah. a great putting stroke. I think he beat me in a putting comp, though. Possibly. My putting performance today that was rough. No, but when you talked about Ian Poulter, I have to say one thing. I hate that guy. <laughs> I truly, truly despise Ian Poulter. I, I for like the number him. for the number one reason. 2012. That's Ryder why. Cup. That's why I like him. That was my first memory of really the Ryder Cup, understanding what it meant, the value behind it. Ian Poulter, if you're listening to this, fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That was the best moment of my life. That was the worst. No, oh. actually, no, no. The best moment was watching Martin Keimer make the putt to win. I'm, that a, was I'm a big. I'm oh, a big. I remember Martin, where I was. Oh. I'm a big Martin Keimer fan. Sick to my stomach. The Hugo Boss just link, you know. It's just. Uh huh. Him, him, him and Henrik Stenson, my, they're up there with my favorite golfers. Speaking of favorite golfers, let's run through the top five. Oh, I, that's a great, that's a good discussion topic. What, Who, what's your top five my golfers? My top five, 
Number one's easy. Sir Eldrick Tauntwoods. I mean, Tiger yeah, Woods. I mean, I mean, obviously. Who else could it be for you? Number two, Ben Hogan. This is of all time, not currently. Hello, Ben Hogan. Yeah, hello, Ben Hogan. Oh, wait. You're get that stamped That's on the, your wedge. Yeah, I'm getting that stamped on my wedge. Oh, wait, Arnold Palmer. Great call. So, Ben Hogan, mainly because the guy invented practicing. He was the first true grinder. And let me tell you, Nick is a practicer. Yeah, I'm oh a big... Oh, my God. Big practicer. Never ben, seen anyone practice as <laughs> much in my life. Ben Hogan, he'd go up to someone. He'd go up to the younger golfers. He'd go, let me see your hands. He'd, they show him their hands, and if their hands weren't all calloused, beaten up, blistered up, he said, you're not going to be good. So, Nick's yeah. hands are beaten up. So, yeah, Ben Hogan's my number two. Number three, Harry Varden. Not Harold Varner. No, this guy, he not, says Harold Varner Not earlier. Harold Varner. I, was like, I mean, I am. I like the jump, man. That's pretty cool. I'm not But Harry, Harry Varden, I mean, if you've seen Greatest Game Ever Played. That's a great film. That's just enough said. That, I really love that movie. He's a great player. Yeah. Number four, Ricky. Just because. Just the nostalgia. Just nostalgia, yeah. Pure nostalgia. I mean, the 20... I mean, he's he's probably one of the best bunker players Yeah. in the last 10 years. 2012, Ricky, when he won at the Wells Fargo. That, that was, was one great. of the best. That was a great... Yeah. I was so pumped. Went the next day at my club, just had the toe in orange, just yep. soaking yep. in all the glory. Uh, then number five? Number five. My heart's telling me Francis we met, but that that was a, I mean that's that a great story, but he never won anything again. That did doesn't he? seem right. No, he never became. I mean, for you, oh, it's Bobby, like, what, it's got to be 2015 Jason Day. Yeah, Jason. I mean, Day. you were big. I Jason was a big Day Jason Day, Day guy. Yeah. I mean, 15. He won, 20, He made every single 20, putt he 20, at. 2015 and 2016. 2015, he won his major at the PGA. Dude, he he was but automatic 20, putting. But 2016 was just best putting you'll ever see. He, he just didn't miss. Yeah. So, uh, Marky Mark. I got to say, your I don't, top five. I got, this is going to be full of hot takes. Let me tell oh, you what. Dear. Let's hear it. I guess Henrik Stenson is my number one. That's so fucked. I mean, he's, I mean, I got to say, I've not, he's my favorite ball striker in the world. The way also, that guy hits his irons. Speaking is just on beautiful. Henrik Stenson, Mark said he'd rather have <laughs> Henrik Stenson's iron play than I Tiger would. Woods. That Did you watch most, the Open in 2016? That is he the threw most, everything at the flag. 2016, what are you doing now? That's the most blasphemous Dude, statement he's a, he's still I've up there. ever heard in my nah, life. I, I, would take, I would take his ball striking over anyone that in the world. That is such blasphemy. Have you seen his freaking three-wood? That's blasphemy. All right, but continue. Dude, if I could hit a three-wood right, cool. like that guy, I would never hit a driver. All right, cool. It's a three-wood. What about iron play? What about short iron play? Blasphemy. I mean, his wedge play. Blasphemy. His, his wedge play isn't great. I'll get. I'll, I'll give you that. And his putting is about as good as my putting. <laughs> All right, but go ahead, continue. So this is number one is Stenson. The number two, just because he's Dutch, it's uh, Joost Lauten. I mean, I mean, I gotta, I gotta support the Dutch guys. <laughs> you know, Joost Lauten looks like a knockoff Brendan McGrath. <laughs> this, this, that's straight facts, actually. Brendan McGrath, if you're listening to this, what's going on, man? He's I mean, a guy. I, I haven't heard from yeah, that guy in a, while. Him in a while. He's a guy who we used to play golf with. Hope all's well. Yeah, hope it all. Actually, though, but I, I, I gotta, I gotta say, I gotta say, all right, yeah. yeah, continue. Number three, the, the 2016 KLM Open. What a great, what a great event! 63 in the final round to win. I mean, you can't do much better than that. And then, uh, I got it. I got to put Seve. Seve, that's a good one. I got to put. I Seve like Seve. That's a good one. I got to put Seve in there. I mean, yeah, that that's guy. A good one. He put he put European golf on the map. Yeah, I like Seve. That guy. I mean, he's just. And he wore boss back in the day. Let's not forget. 
Phil Mickelson wore boss back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I'm not a Mickelson guy. I'm not. I'm not into insider trading. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold. That's a bold statement. All right, go ahead. Number but then. Then I gotta say. Uh, so your top three right now is Stenson, yeah, Loughton. No, so my my top three, two of which are Hugo Boss. Yeah, sponsored basically athletes. three of them. Well, well, Yost isn't a boss player. Oh, I forgot about Yost. All right, so yeah. it's... Well, then then, then you're, you're going to love it. I got Keimer four. Oh, my God. So your top four... Yeah. ...goes Henrik Stenson... Yeah. ...Yost Lauten... Yeah. ...Sevy and yeah. Martin Keimer. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. I mean, you got All right, all right, here's number five. Let's... No, no, I got to explain my reasoning for, for Martin Keimer, right? He's 20... He's 2013. Mm-hmm. The players. Great event. What a great watch. When wasn't that? Twenty. He didn't win when was what, what? What year was that? He won. It was, was it not fifteen. I don't remember. Who, was it fourteen or is it fifteen? No, or 16? Ricky. Ricky won fifteen. It was fourteen then when it he won the been, U.S. Open in the players. Yeah, it was fourteen because Spieth was on a tear then, almost won. Yeah, and, yeah. So yeah, he won yeah, the, the, the his U.S. That, Open. That crazy the putty made on seventeen. That was I was. Yeah. No, but that year he was great. Props to Keimer. That was a yeah, great. Yeah, because twenty fourteen he beat Ricky again. And then he won. He won the he won the U.S. Open at Pinehurst. And then when we were at the um, Heritage, he just rips a three wood down one. Oh, I remember the that. sound that ball yeah. made, dude. Oh my god! Yeah. And and, and he's, he's got the Martin Keimer collection at Hugo Boss, and that 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 got me into Hugo Boss. I got he's up mm-hmm. there, he's 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 up there. He's All my right. four, number five. Round it out. <laughs> oh love, dear. You're, <laughs> oh, Dottie. You're gonna love this, Bernard Langer. Ber- what on earth is Bernhard Dude, Langer? A, what are you talking in about? Top five. Actually, I just realized something. What? He used to wear Boston. Yeah, I know. Is that I why you that. picked it? I only know. I only just realized that. All right, let's explain. But he wears why? bogey. He wears bogey. That's even more expensive than Hugo Boss. But you digress. No, I digress. His Ryder Cup performances were legendary. He oh he he was up there in the Masters a couple of years ago, and he's in the hundred and ten. Yeah, he's slowing down now though. I mean, his, cha- his Champions Tour dominance over the years. <laughs> As, like, what other player has that, can, that consistently dominant? Phil Mickelson, mark my words, Phil Mickelson he's gonna, will. He's going to light it he's up. He's going to dominate he's the Champions light it Tour up. in years to come. No, but, dude, the guy's almost 70, man. No, he's, I mean. He's torching it. I mean, he should still whoop our I ass. I mean, the one thing that I give Bernhard Langer props for, he found a way to cheat the system. With yeah. the not anchoring, he's basically anchoring. I mean, it's brilliant. Except he, but it's legal. I think. I think that the putter's touching an article of his clothing, but that's not anchoring because it's not touching yeah. his chest. I mean, he talk did. about cheating the system. I mean, he is German. Jeez. What? No, I'm saying the Germans. I'm not making an inappropriate yeah. joke here, but yeah. the Germans they are, they are very meticulous. All right. You know, look at their cars. There's not a damn thing wrong with you. The build yeah. quality's brilliant. Their strategy is brilliant, apart from 1945, but that doesn't matter. All right, I mean, I reckon... That strategy I, wasn't great. I that reckon, strategy was not great. I reckon this is not a car podcast. No, this isn't. But the Germans, they're very meticulous. They don't make mistakes. They make a mistake, they get shot. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. I mean, that's, all, that's also not true, but they, they don't like... <laughs> I know Jeez. plenty of Germans, and they're very meticulous. Yeah. They don't like fucking up. All right, fair enough. That's good. They don't want to fuck up. So, Danke. so you got it. I got it. So basically, let's run through my top five. Yeah, four of which were Hugo Boss athletes back in the day. So only, far. only realize that now. 
and another one's Dutch. Mm-hmm. Probably because I don't really give a crap about foot golfers. I just don't. I don't watch much pro golf. But I mean, yeah, you basically just said pro golf is junior golf. So. Well, no, I said pro golf. <laughs> you without, said it's glorified. No, I said you pro said golf without fans golf. is glorified junior golf. That's fucked. It's what it is. It's like a Porsche 911 is a glorified Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> I reckon this is not a car podcast. No, but it it, it is though. <laughs> it really is. All right. And Pu- and and Adidas is the glorified Puma. This is true. <laughs> that's, and you know that's I'm, you true. know it's true. That is true. I'll give you that. This is true. I'll give you that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, look up. And if, you didn't, and if you didn't know what he said, he said Adidas. Just it, in case well, you actually, technically, them. Adidas was first. Yeah. Actually, no, it wasn't. Puma was first. Well, weren't they brothers? Puma, no, Puma was first. Yeah, they started Puma. And then Adi was pissed, and then he started his own company. He got, got even more famous. Hmm. So look up the Dustler brothers. You'll understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. I mean, how did we end up talking about that crap? But Yeah. That's how we talk. Uh, yep. That is how we talk. You know, we're very... Yang and yang. We just we just go with the flow. We ramble on about nothing. It's great. Yeah. All right. So now should we? You want to talk about predictions? Let's get into predictions, aka pick your pony. Pick your pony. So I don't know how you came up with that, but Colonial. I mean, you're gonna pick a horse. Who are you gonna ride? Kentucky Derby. Actually, I yeah. like that. That's good. So the Charles Schwab Challenge. It used to be the Crown Plaza. Changes name. I totally thought the Charles Schwab Challenge had something to do with the challenge, the champions. Yeah, so I'm did not I. Gonna lie. But we'll do a quick rundown of the leaderboard. Who we think has a chance. Who, how we're gonna do this I mean, is leaderboard is just nuts. Yeah, it's a great leaderboard. We're gonna give you one guy who's within one or two shots, and then we're gonna give you someone who's at least three back, and he's your little underdog. I mean, you're gonna have to go far down the leaderboard for three back. Let me tell you. So here we go. Obviously, first we got Xander Shawfleet. Then in a five-way tie for second, you got Gary Woodland, JT, Justin Thomas, Brendan Grace out of nowhere. He's a season of the solid player. Morikawa, who's great with irons. And then you have the emergence, the return of Jordan Spieth. Yeah, that that's big. And then, I mean, you got some other names. You got Berger. You got Harold Varner, Reed, Answer. You got <laughs> Reed. You got Rose. You got Rose and Mackerel, oh. who could be two sleepers, could be decent value, three back. Actually, that's you a good D- call. You got Deschambeau also. I mean, Captain Captain Bulk. I'm telling I mean, you what. Deschambeau, Jesus Louise. I mean, we could Swing do it faster. My we could God. do a we could do a two hour podcast on Deschambeau. My goodness. I mean, I hate the clown, but what Jesus a guy. Christ. So he is three back as well. And then, speak of the devil, we got Poulter, six back. But anyway, who's right. your pick? My pick. Oh, my pick. This is this is big. This Give me give us your leader, um, your leader, and then your underdog. This is going to be bold. Yep. But I think, I, I think a Brendan Grace could pull, pull one Brendan up. Brendan Grace? I, I mean, you saw him at the Heritage last year. He 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 came out of nowhere and won that event. Yeah, sixty-two at the Open as well. He's one of those guys that makes every cut. You know, he's always mm-hmm. there. He's always around and about. I mean, I know for a fact Brendan Grace is not winning, but I mean, no, but I think he it's he, a cute, he, it's he has a cute a chance. It's a cute pick. I mean, he's not going to win, but I think of any of those guys that isn't. I th- I think he's got a shot. But he's t- he, he's he won't tied win. second right now, right? Exactly. All right, so yeah, I'm telling I mean, you, he's pick, one shot who's, back. Who's winning? 
I he think, was winning. I think Brendan Grace make, wins. Make a decision. It's one of those events where Brendan Grace. Brendan is Grace win. wins. All right, then who's your dog? My sleeper. My sleeper is Rory. Rory. I think he pulls a sixty-five. Well, not. I think he pulls sixty-three out tomorrow. To be honest, mm-hmm. if that guy's rolling in, the putts, putts aren't going to drop. I think. I think he rolls everything in. I tomorrow. think it's going to be your classic Rory round. Great ball striking doesn't get the putter going. True. He's he's more of a leader to me than he is a chaser. I I think. I'm thinking, Even though, eh, he's he's a good chaser. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Rory gonna pulls it. He's only he's only three, three back. back. I have to reckon he puts out a. I said it again. <laughs> Damn, I gotta stop saying that, man. Uh, I reckon, I reckon that Rory will not win, but I think, I think if he if he gets a hot start, he wins. Mm-hmm. I think Brendan Grace is gonna. He's one of those. He's a fighter. He's, so, he, I think he's gonna he's gonna pull one out of the bag. So I don't think any of my picks are gonna win. I I hate to say it. Are you but just trying I, to reverse jinx your pick? Pick so exactly. You win? That's, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. No, but I think Brendan Grace is a good shot. I'm not gonna lie. So to recap, your ponies. Yeah, they're both underdogs. Let's face it. Brendan Grace and Rory. I reckon. McElroy. Stop saying that, Mark. Stop saying reckon. <laughs> I think I think you're gonna pick Shoffley or something like that to win. No, you're gonna be a My, lame ass like that. Who knows who's gonna win this tournament? Colin. Morikawa. Oh, that's a that's a big Morikawa call. will win this tournament. That's a big call. His iron play is stellar. so crisp. Stellar. It's crisp, precision. Morikawa wins this tournament. He can roll the rock. The thing is, he's an all-around player. He doesn't really his have that putting, big a flaw. He's got a yeah, he's his great, putting good is putter. great. I mean, he should have beat um, Matthew Wolf in the tournament. He had a couple bad lip outs. Morikawa is my guy. He's, he's am, a good driver of the ball. I he's not going, the longest, but it's a lot of fairways. I'm going to ride Morikawa to the finish line. That's fair. Who's, who's your sleeper? My sleeper. You say Patrick Reed, I'm going to kill no, you. No, I, I am anti-Patrick Reed, anti-Sandigger. My sleeper. I mean, the fact that he says he didn't hit the sand is just <laughs> hilarious. Rose is not going to win. I don't see no. that. My he sleeper. Start, he won't win. He's too not. Nah, is sleeper two back? I think great value. If you're going for a pure value play, Daniel Berger's your guy. Yeah, I'm, I don't think he'll do anything tomorrow. I think he'll shoot a seventy-two. Think he shoot seventy-two? Yeah. I'm. I like to find value. I like to find Vegas is going to give you good value on Berger. Two back. I like Berger. I, I I I'm fair on that. Yeah. I think he had in like last year he had the most rounds of consecutive rounds under par. Yeah. My my logic with Grace is I don't think he's gonna show up and play bad tomorrow. I think he's gonna show up and play a put up a good fight. And mm-hmm. I think if if it comes down to it, I think he'll outlast a lot of guys down the stretch. I don't know why, but I just thought of um, Victor Hovland. What are your thoughts on Victor Hovland? Because I have a hot take on Hovland. I think I hate to say I think he's really overhyped. Yep. I, Victor Hovland is the most overhyped incoming player in this century. I mean, dude, he, he turns pro, gets a full Jay Lindbergh sponsorship, AP, everything, comes out, plays pretty average, had to go back to web.com finals to get his card yeah. back. And then, he, then, win, then he, he wins win. this. He, it was a Cuban I mean, open. The Cuba, Cu- I don't I know. I mean, come on. He, he didn't even play that great. No. He's a whole 50-yard chip for par on that one par four. And he rattled in this putt that was going oh my 20 feet God. high on 18. No, I don't I know mean, why. I'm just... I hate the double pump backswing. Yeah, a lot of guys on my team, they're big Hovland guys. I do not like I mean, I Hovland. think he'll be a solid player. He won't, he won't be a winner. 
I mean, he'll, yeah, he'll, win, just, he'll win a couple events here and there, but he won't. He's not going to be one of those stars. He's not going to be a Morikawa. No, I think Morikawa gets more successful. hundred percent out of that class, Berger Morikawa or not Berger? Now, Berger's been around no, for a while. Wolf, I confuse Berger and Wolf a lot. I hate Matthew Wolf. I, I hate Wolf. Wolf out of Wolf Morikawa. How a guy like that with that golf swing can make it on tour. I despise when he it. won, he hit this five, this pure five iron from like two twenty five. That was such a clean shot. But anyway, I'm, I'm a very golf swing oriented guy. I hate it when guys get on tour with horrendous golf swings. I think it's a travesty. So you're kind of a golf swing slut, if you will. Yeah. Huh. And I think that that's just. I think it's it's ridiculous. How guys can show up with a golf swing like that, and it's just completely off playing the entire time. I mean, he somehow well, the, he somehow squares it up. The craziest is Jim Furyk. I mean, that guy. Well, no, but to be fair, from 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 hip to hip, he's the most stable on tour out of anyone, <laughs> anywhere. But his backswing, go on me. It's just pure. Why game. can't you just take it straight back? He's been on tour for fucking hundred years. Funny story about Jim Furyk. We actually. almost watched the guy fall we, in the lake. If you on look 18. at the uh, the 2019 players, so somehow my golf team and Mark, we were all in. No, the, the, the um, funny part is how I got in. Yeah, there. so we're all <laughs> we were all in like the Jacksonville like TPC Sawgrass area. So I texted Mark because I haven't seen him in months. Cause I was at, at college. I said, "Oh, doing a meetup at the players." He says, "Sure." We start walking a few holes, and I get a text from my coach. He said, "Yeah, I'm friends with Jay Monahan." Which is the father of what's his name? John Mon. It's the commissioner of the PGA Tour. Commissioner of the PGA Tour. Something Monahan. I happened. I met up with Nick. Mister Kamish. I'm sorry, I don't know your first name. Yeah. But so yeah, we meet up, and then I get a text. He goes, "Yeah, I'm friends with Jay Monahan, and he wants to invite us up to the the box." So so we we just walked around a couple holes, like fourteen, fifteen. We saw Keegan Bradley's janky swing. And we saw, we saw, we could, we could spot, we could feel the bad vibes from Justine Reed. Yeah, we could. I mean, we could she, feel the bad vibes there. Justine Reed oh reeks my bad God, vibes. It's just, and then we walk by, see some awful golf. We watch JT Post and tee off. Oh, JT Post. That's a great, great backstory there too. Yeah. I wasn't part of that, but you told me a great backstory. <laughs> and then we walk up to the commissioner's suite. I'm like, ah, well, I, well, I'll call, I'll go watch Rory hit a couple balls on the golf course. And I start walking away, and the lady who's doing the the, yeah, the security, the security checking, she's, oh no, no, you can go into, and I, she fully thought I was on the team. Yeah. So, so I, was, I got it. I paid a forty dollar general yeah. admission ticket, and I get into the <laughs> commission. Yeah. Before suite. you know it, my whole golf team and um, Marky Mark. Do just, not call me Marky Mark. <laughs> God we were just <laughs> we were just sitting there watching watching great golf and yeah. then the how this all I mean, couldn't have gotten a better spot yeah, on eighteen how the, green. Yeah, how well this all connects to Jim Furyk is he was like right <laughs> near the edge of the water and he was walking like he was legitimately walking the plank. He, he was, was walking like half the his wood. foot was hanging yeah, off the edge of the half plank. Half his foot and he stuttered. Every everyone. In the world, probably I mean, thought everyone he was in fall. that suite was sitting there waiting for him yeah. to fall in. I, you hate to say it, but you you were kind of begging for him to fall. Dude, that I mean. would have been. I mean, that's TV pure gold. That's pure comedy. But that would I have mean, been brilliant. Give it to Jim Furyk. I mean, guy's an athlete. Dude, that was how he didn't fall yeah. in was amazing. I think he made par on the hole too. That was great. So Jim Furyk, shout to out him, to him, man. Furyk, he's a, yeah. he lives around here, doesn't he? I know he's from this area. Yeah. I know what's his face. Um, Sean O'Hare. He yeah. used to live up here. Sean O'Hare. He goes 
plays at Wilmington Country Actually, Club. fun fact about Sean O'Hare. I was a standard bear from the RBC one year. Were you really? Yeah, yeah. Then he, he asked where I was from. I said, around here. He's like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm around there. And Yeah. That's, fun, <laughs> that's a great fun, fun that's anecdote. A great, it's a, a horrible story. story, but it connects to, to players around. If we're talking about tournaments, I mean, the 2018, uh, what's it called now, Dow Technologies, I high-five Tiger Woods. Wow, did you really? Yeah, not to brag oh. or anything, but I got a high-five from Tiger Woods. Is that why you played so well this spring season? Mm-hmm. Okay, got I you. mean, if you wanted to know, uh, Tiger's hand feels like sandpaper. I, I mean, well, I bet. I, I mean, bet. I, I hate. I don't want to sound odd, but I mean, it was purely touching sandpaper. I bet. But yeah, the buzz, and then I played TPC Boston this this year, and great track. Two thousand six Deutsche Bank is the best Tiger Woods to struck the ball. Dude, he, how he, you didn't even watch the event? Yeah, but he was in a duel with VJ Singh. Also, VJ Singh, he's, has, a, he's an he underrated has player. The most underrated career. I mean, dude, he won over twenty times. He won eight times in two thousand four. Like, jeez, dude, he eight like, people times. don't talk about him. I never understand. And think about this: this this was near prime Tiger. So Tiger's backstory: two thousand two thousand two. That was when he was playing like obviously his best golf. Mm-hmm. Then he took a break from Butch Harmon and tried to do it himself, I believe, from. That was a mistake. 2003, 2004. He still won. VJ lit it up during 03, that time. he still won like five times, but 2004, he just won the match play once. And 2004 was the year of VJ thing. No, the thing is with VJ, though, he had that big year, but he also just won consistently yeah, every consistent. year two or three times. Another nuts. real hard worker, VJ. God, he is just, he's a grinder. But 2006, oh 2006 Deutsche Bank is the best Tiger Woods to struggle ball. And I'll live by that. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. Uh, no, I, mean, I don't think so. Also, I think 2005, Bridgestone. I read this stat in Mark Brody's book, Every Shot Counts. Tiger Woods, he was giving great, a great golf, great, great great golf, golf statistician. Yeah, he, great statistician. Awesome. Developed strokes gained, if you're familiar with that. God, we, I love a strokes yeah. gained stat. My fucking potty. <laughs> but damn. anyway, uh, in the book, they said Tiger was giving away like six or seven shot strokes gained putting, but he was gaining nine shots strokes gained approached. Can you can you imagine Tiger Woods giving up nine strokes putting? Dude, you should watch roll the film. I mean, he was missing putts. Yeah, he used to be. He there are times when he's a great putter. Well, the thing is, Tiger, he's not the best putter. He's not the best putter ever lived by he's any means. He's a clutch means. putter though. When you need someone to make a putt, it's in center cut, piercing. It's unbelievable. Incredible. Actually, who do you think is the best putter right now on best tour? Best putter right now? I have no idea. I really don't. Like, who who led last year in strokes game putting? I don't know. Give Wouldn't it. surprise me if Ricky's up there. Ricky will, Ricky will be up there. He'll be consistent, but I don't think he led it. I think he's a great putter. He's a great putter. He is such a fluid stroke. I mean, that stroke, I, it's hard to fault. Yeah. He's a little wristy, but it's... It's really... It's, that's why I love It's so unconventional. He has that little hover. But he's just so he's no. so relaxed, you know? No way. Who was no who was one? So this is for oh. Never mind. Up oh, alright, here we go. Wait, is it 20, 19, 20, 18, 19 strokes game So I'll, I'll read off the top ten. You will never get these people. Number ten, big Bo Hostler. Wow! Bo Hostler, really? Yeah. Jeez. Number nine, Vaughn Taylor. He's actually that. He's another guy who's yeah. really consistent. Number eight, Wyndham Clark. Who the hell is that? 
I know Wyndham. Uh, number seven, Patton Kazire. With Patton Kazire, he he won like two events. Actually, he's he won two events early on in 2019. He's one of number six, the reemergence of Aaron Badley. Wow. Dude, there was a period yeah. in like 08, 09. Fun he fact. Was solid. Fun fact about this. So when I played TPC Boston, my four caddy used to caddy for Aaron Badley on the web. Yeah. And then right when Aaron Badley got to the tour, <laughs> Aaron Badley ditched the guy. But he said what Aaron Badley would always do is he'd always try to leave every putt four feet by because he knows he can hit his line every time. And once he sees the putt roll by, he yeah. knows that he knows the read. Oh, that's clever, actually. So that's what he does. I so, couldn't do that because I never hit my line. Yeah, that's, that's the dicey part. Number five, Andrew Putnam. I haven't heard that name in years. Number four, Graham McDowell. Ah, he's another sneaking great putter. <laughs> Number three... I've never heard of this guy, and I'm sorry, but uh, Dominic Bozelli. I've heard of him. Really? He had a couple events where he was right there on the leaderboard last year. Hmm. He number was two, he was scaring a lot of uh, a lot of tournaments. Number two, which makes sense but kind of doesn't, is Jordan Spieth, which is surprising because a couple of years ago I would have definitely said Jordan Spieth. Yeah. But, I mean, right now he's not that. Well, he's good at putting. He's, well, he's just... back now, though. Yeah. And, then, and back uh, in the day, he was automatic. He just can't get off the tee. Jordan well, the last couple of years, he really struggled putting. Yeah. He struggled, but his off the tee, he's just so bad. Yeah. And then number one is Denny McCarthy. Who? Denny McCarthy. All I know about it is that he's from Maryland. I think even on tour... <laughs> I don't Jesus, think, okay. <laughs> all I know is that he's from Maryland. God. He's the number one stroke game putting on Yeah. Tour. And people say he's drive for show, putt for dough. Clearly not. No. Jeez. Huh. I mean, Rory leads strokes gain off the tee 100%, right? Yeah. Yeah, to him. I mean, who, I mean, who else? And then I think he led driving distance, too. I, might I mean, be that's insane. Leading driving distance and strokes gain at the same time. Well, he's also so small. I mean, that makes it even more impressive if he hits yeah, it that exactly. far. I'm trying to think. Also, I mean, we might as well touch on Bryson. What Bryson, what that, what I mean, that guy's what, done. What the... He's not even, like, muscular. That's the weird thing with Bryson. He's just, he's just huge. He's what I like to call a unit. He's a thick body unit. He looks similar to Rob Gronkowski on the golf course. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with that. So I have to pull up a post from Golf TV... And just and really to compare, plug in, really plug in some of these yeah. accounts, man. I mean, might as well. I mean, I'm not. I'm normally not a free brand deals guy, but I'm in a good mood. It's the inaugural. It's an <laughs> inaugural podcast a, episode. I mean, come on now. He's in a good mood. <laughs> so 20, 2017, Bryson yeah. weighed one hundred ninety five pounds. Heavy guy still. Twenty twenty, Bryson, two hundred and thirty nine pounds. Christ, that's just. Twenty seventeen, Bryson averaged two ninety nine point four off the tee. 2020, three, 321. I mean, that's just crazy. Strokes gained off the tee, 2017, 0.42. Uh, and then 2020, Yeah, he's gaining over a stroke. And then this is the craziest stat. The club at club speed. The club speed. at speed is the most obscure stat of it all. Yeah. I got to say, there's just... How you can swing a golf club at 140, I'll never yeah. understand. So 2017 was 117, and in 2020, he's gotten up to 139. Oh, my 
Also, he's using. I mean, one twenty is high already too. He's using a five and a half degree driver. I mean, five, that, can't, that can't be helping his efficiency. He said he's spinning he's it too one, much. I thought he's one four. Yeah. smash. He's won five five and a half degree driver and a ten degree three wood. I think your driver is more loft than his three wood. Yeah, I'm ten five. I'm a nine oh. I mean, we we have some strong three woods. Yeah, the Sim Max Rocket three with another free brand deal, but. That's Taylor made Taylor give us a call if you want to. Yeah, if you want to sponsor us, Taylor made. I'm open. To I it. mean, Nick, Nick, Nick used to be on your. Uh, I was junior back, sponsorship staff. Back in the day. Just to put it out there, I never yeah. got sponsored as a junior because I sucked. <laughs> you know, it's just those those, those consistent seventy fives don't get you any deals. Yeah, my my you big gotta win events. My big claim to fame is sixty five in the one. It's coming uh, up in sixteen days. Yeah. Four years ago, I. Uh, I shot 65 with a triple bogey on my first hole. Yeah. Played the last 17 holes 10 under par. Those were the days. I mean, but I mean, yeah, I think I mean, I think this is a successful I mean, first. That episode. was that was great, man. Like, that was great banter. I, I mean, mean, we 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 kind of yapped for a middle bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, we yeah, almost, we almost got an hour. Thank you guys for what for listening, viewing, however you're watching. Uh, this is the inaugural episode. We're going to try to post these every Sunday morning, right before the tournament starts. Maybe you want to th- throw in some bets. Yeah, we got to get this out before the round starts tomorrow. Yeah. So <laughs> we want to we want to make sure you're, so you can pick your ponies right. I say Morikawa's the win. Value plays burger. Marky Mark says Brendan Grace is going to win, and his underdog is Rory. Not great value, but that's his play. So, yeah, guys, thank you for... Listening in, and uh, we're the Dew Sweepers. Hope you enjoyed.